Ladies and gentlemen, what, well, welcome your host for this evening. Start over. Just start. Okay. Just hold on. Right. Hold on. Put the lights Wait. back on. No, 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 it, it's in 10, 9. This is, this is introduction. No, this is the last night. Got, it's 5, right, 4. We don't count down this. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome your host for this evening, Sir Ian Kilbreth. Oh dear! Oh, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, I love that sound. Uh, magnificent job. Uh, uh, my, uh, my name is Sir Ian Kilbreth. Uh, joining me this evening is the wonderful June. Thank you. Schul Schulnik. Schulnik. School Polish. Mm, ah, Pol <laughs> ah, Polish. Uh, you people are wonderful, you Polish. Um, Thank please, you. Please, uh, uh, June, how are you doing this fine evening? Oh, I'm doing wonderfully. Thank you, sir. It's so nice to be uh, here. Yeah, how much did you pay for that dress? Um, I'd say, uh, I think I traded four butter, butter ration stamps and three whole dollars. Oh, oh you poor adult female. I'm, um, I'm, doing, um, I'm doing fine. Thank you, lovely modest, as ever. A modest living. Uh, uh, you uh, homely girl. Um, and uh, uh, please, t tickling the ivories throughout the evening is the lovely Hiko. <laughs> Uh, do you know anything I might know on the pi on the piano? Do you know any songs I might know? <laughs> Trick question, I don't listen to music. <laughs> so whatever she played, I would not have recognized. Uh, <clears throat> so, okay, now we've met everybody uh, unimportant. Now we meet the really... <laughs> Real important people, and that's oh, you who are in the audience this evening. Did anyone drive from a distance? Anyone drive from a distance a long this evening? Journey. Yes, where did you drive oh. from? Gloucester, Virginia. Oh, I've never heard of it. Yes, um, tell us about uh, Gloucester. It's, um, it's famous for their Daffodil Festival. Oh. oh. The Pocahontas lived there. Wonderful. Oh. Very nice. That's very, very nice. nice. The real one. The yeah. real one. I thought mm -hmm. he meant the cartoon figurine. Yeah, no, no, no. I thought maybe the, when when the animators made her, they they made a little animated town for her, and they called it Gloucester. Animators. Hmm. Interesting concept. Um. <clears throat> so, what brings you to, to Richmond to see the show? Are you here for the weekend? We're Just here to, to see the show. Very nice. Uh, how do you like living in Gloucester? We love Gloucester. Uh, have you ever been to the Daffodil Festival? Many yes. times. Um, is it as fun as it sounds? <laughs> no. no? You mean a flower festival is not... Okay, isn't that weird? Um, okay, well, uh, what was your names? Tim and Michelle. Tim and Michelle, thank you. Give a round Michelle of applause for Michelle and Tim. Tim and Michelle. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Michelle Tim and Michelle. Tim. Is anyone celebrating a special occasion here, either today, Other than being recently, here whether it be a birthday? Oh, oh. first time in Richmond. Oh my goodness! Okay. Wonderful. Very nice, June. I want you to walk away from Tim and Michelle okay. as quickly as you can. I, I understand. Before they put I you in the trunk of their car take, and bring you back to Gloucester. I can take a cue. I get it. Thank you. Unfortunately, any, they've got just a straight line to me. They know uh -huh. exactly where I'm going with this oh, cord. It's okay. 
I'll protect you uh, for Thank you. a little bit. Thank um, you. Anyone celebrating a special personal, like whether it's a birthday? Bingo! Your, what's your name, sir? Glenn? Uh, Glenn, you're from Richmond? right here. Well, you're from Richmond? I used to live in Richmond years oh, ago. Where do you live now? I live in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Ooh, the witches, yes. <laughs> the witches of Winston-Salem. Ah. The known location of the terrible trials. My goodness. It, wow, I didn't know that. He's so educated. He's mm-hmm. got the wrong Salem. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think so. Listen <laughs> no, no, to no, him. No. He's very educated. I'm really wrong. No Glenn, possible way. Uh, so what brings you to... Your I'm, hometown. I'm my daughter. Your daughter. Oh, hello. Oh, lovely. Hi, That's daughter. Lovely. What's your name? I'm Sarah. Sarah. And what Sarah do you? Sarah, the daughter. Sarah, the daughter. <laughs> what do you do for a living, Sarah? I work for a nonprofit. Fetch a cure. Fetch a cure. Fetch a cure. Fetch a cure. And what do you cure? Um, measles. We don't really cure anything, but we provide funding for dogs and cats who have cancer. Oh. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, I can't make any jokes about that. Yeah, yeah. You, I, I think we better I steer know? right yeah, clear of that. Yeah, that's Thank a very you so bit. much and, uh, for all Glenn, your hard work, what, Sarah the what daughter. What equally amazing thing do you do? Oh. Um, I work in medical software. Oh, oh wonderful. Actually, it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's wonderful. Mm-hmm. And what is, is very boring. Yes. Um, what's something you're proud of? Uh, my daughter. Oh, good answer. Oh, okay. that's, one, that's so nice. Glenn that's and Glenn's wonderful. daughter. That's really wonderful. Beautiful. Oh, thank you for coming. All right, back out. You're running out of time. Back out, June. Oh, well, we have time Keep for one more. Keep your wits about you, June. One more person. I want to uh, interview someone in the, in the back row. Uh, you, I'm sir, coming. covering your mouth like you're uh, having an eternal tra- yawn. Trying not to trap anyone in my way. Okay, What's your name, go. sir? Seamus. Um, Fantastically right, strong go. name. Here we go. Uh, Seamus, uh, and who are you with? It's like a little train evening? set. Your lovely bride. Um, what's your name, lovely bride? Laurie. Laurie and Seamus. Ah, wonderful. Um, how long have you two been married? Mm. <laughs> Forty. Let me get the count. Forty years. Forty. Wonderful. That is wonderful. Years. That is beautiful. Yes. Um, I'm curious, how did you all meet? At a party. Oh. Ooh. A party in 1904. <laughs> wow, yes. Well, 1904, if it was 40 years ago. Well, I said 1904. Oh, you did. I'm so sorry. Uh-huh. I'm so stupid. It's because you're listening. I'm so stupid. You're I'm so stupid, stupid and you're so girl. educated. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, so I, so I'm at sorry. a party. And what was something... To read. What was something that you were drawn to about each other? His cowboy boots. His cowboy oh, boots. Seamus oh. in the cowboy boots. I think there's a uh-huh. song about that. Were you wearing anything else? <laughs> oh, boy. Nice. And Seamus, what drew you to her? What do you like about her? Everything. Everything. Oh, that's very sweet. 
Okay, well, I think we've got enough. Uh, what? How are you doing on time? We've got, got 30 seconds there. We've got 30 seconds. Okay, 30 seconds. Thank you all. You've been a uh, lovely crowd. Um, without further ado, let me can we, uh, let me know when we're at like a good solid five You seconds. got 20. What are you trying to do? Well, I was going to do a good countdown. How do I start? It's a radio, a radio show. We'll show. count you down. It's 15 left. Oh, what do you want? Oh, okay. Um, well, please enjoy your show. I will be taking autographs, signing them as well. 10 seconds. Um, uh, after the show... Uh, um, I, I will go. Five have seconds. Okay, four, three. Thank you, everyone. Three, two, one. The Coalition Broadcasting Company, in association with the McMickle Theater, presents Coalition Radio Hour. Prepare to be thrilled, shocked, and awed by not one, but two jaw-dropping dramas. Up first this week on Coalition Radio Hour. Succumb to your deepest romantic urges in the hunt for true love with Desiree Hart in Heart's Desire. Take me away up into the sky. I've been longing for years for that perfect guy. I'm so Starring Dottie Guffey as Desiree Hart and Norma as her mother Blythe Hart. Hart's Desire is recorded before a live studio audience. Tonight's episode, Cowboy at the Daffodil Festival. Dear Diary, well, it's another June 12th and you know what that means. Today's the day of the Daffodil Festival. I look forward to this every year. It's when all the daffodils are out and people walk around and look at them. It's a really great time walking around looking at daffodils. You can't touch them though. If you pick one, you'll get yelled at by Mr. Jenkins, the local police officer. One time. Oh, Ralphie! Hi, buddy. Oh, I didn't need to write that in my journal. <laughs> Come here, Ralphie. You sweet little baby. Smoke CJ baby. You wanna bite your little face and wanna nibble on them little jelly bean toes. Oh, give me a little jelly bean toes. Hey, stop it. Stop it right now. You stop it. You bastard. Oh. oh. Desiree! Yes, Mother? I can't seem to find out where the door went. 
I'm sorry. Did you just say you can't seem to figure out where the door went? Yes, to my tiny fairy village. I, I made this new door for the fairies. to. They have a city hall, and I can't seem to find out where their door went. I made it out of a, out of a little piece of wood. Could you please um, describe the piece of wood to me? Maybe that will help me find it for you. It was larger than my pinky finger, mm-hmm. but also smaller. <laughs> That's right. You have two very different sized mm-hmm. pinky fingers. Yes. yes. One is very large and one is very, very small. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if I would call it a digit. Yes, because of my poor mother couldn't feed me any soup. I know. I- I'm very grateful that you've been able to feed us, mm-hmm. me and Ralphie. Mm-hmm. I feed you all the soups. Oh. Carrot I'm... soup. Yeah? Rock soup with beans in it. Yeah, you're supposed to filter out the rocks. But... It gives it a salty taste. Yeah, yeah, it, it does. And I- I'm really grateful for all that you do. But, you know, you know one day I'm going to move out, right? Oh, sure you are. Sure, you're going to move out and maybe, I don't know, move right back in. <laughs> you? What you think you're going to find a man? A man like your father? <laughs> Why do you always have to bring up father? <clears throat> because your father took two looks at you and he said, who's that? And then he left. <laughs> I wish I still had my daddy. Your father was a bad man. You say he was bad. I barely got to know him. How can I tell if he's bad? Just because he ran out on us doesn't mean he's bad. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Take your father's side. I'm just the one who makes you bean soup when you've got your blisters. You make me rock soup with beans in it. Get it right. Well, look, okay, I wasn't coming in here to just talk about soup, so you know I could go on. You were asking about your fairy door, and I yes. haven't seen it, but I will look for it. Okay, well, great. Great. Because I needed to say a little prayers before I go out to the festival today. I've got big plans. You're, wait, you're going out to the festival without me? Oh, you're going to the festival? Well, I assumed we'd both be going. Oh. Oh, wait, wait, wait. oh this is unusual. We've gone together every year for the past 24 years. Well... Maybe I have a date. Uh, uh, oh, you've got a date. What? You think that your mother can't go on a date? <sighs> I just think it's really interesting because anytime a man shows you any interest, you rub it in my face nonstop, and I haven't heard one thing about this date. Well, maybe I'm not sure what we're going to call it yet. It's an oh. outing. Wait, it's possible for a woman and a man to hang out together and it just be an outing? It's not a date? Because you know it's impossible for a woman to be friends with a man. It is impossible. I've taught you that. Unless he's a priest. Uh. A short while later at the Daffodil Festival. Why are you making me walk so far behind you? Because I don't want him to see you. Why, why is it a bad thing? I'm, a, I'm your adult child. It's not like you've got a five-year-old. 
Well, um, you know, I just thought maybe you would want to, I don't know, do something by yourself for a change. You know what? That's fine. I do want to do something by myself. I'm going to go over here and look at this corner where the daffodils are yellow. Excuse me. great. Well, then I'll go over to this corner where the daffodils are also yellow. Yeah, yeah. They're all yellow. Yeah, yeah. And maybe you'll touch one. Don't touch them. You'll get in trouble with Officer Jenkins. Oh, you know Mr. Jenkins and I go way back. Oh, God, Mom. <laughs> okay. I'm going to my corner. Good. I'll go over here. Well, well, well. You bastard. Oh, you knew it was me the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Those six months of pen pals and you thought I was truly Seamus O'Haney? Oh, oh, I was not Seamus O'Haney. You mean there's no Seamus? Well, look at me. You You bastard! (laughs) You! Yes, you! It's I! You! Your ex-husband, Desmond. You bastard! You left me with that baby all those years You terrible, terrible woman that smells like grapefruit. An ex-husband? Is this the beginning of the end? Or is it the end because someone from the beginning is back to end it again? Think about it for a second, it checks out. We'll be back after these commercials. Oh, June. Oh, 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 yes, sir. Uh, do you notice anything different about my lovely pets next to me, Maximilian and Kat Von Peebles? Oh, um, they, um, they're very obedient and quiet. Yes, and do you know why that is? Um, you have, um, yelled them into submission. I, I tried that and it didn't work. Nothing worked. So I took them to see Glennon Daughter's Petrology Department. Oh, wonderful. A local gentleman, Glenn and his daughter, provide your pets with the greatest detailed astrological reports to make sure that they're aligned and getting along. Wow, there's a lot there that I don't understand. Astrological? Yes, that's right. Look up the stars. They tell us our place in the world and whether or not we're compatible with one another. For instance, Kat Von Peebles is a Libra, but Maximilian, my dog, is a Cancer. Will they get along? According to Glennon Daughter, they can and they do. It's just they need individual time. That's wonderful. That's so caring. Do you have any dogs or cats? Or by the looks of you, do you have any rats? Wow, I, uh, I, it's a very keen observation, but I have one cat. Color me not surprised, June. Give it 10 years and you'll have easily 15 cats. And they'll all need to visit Glennon Daughter's Petrology. I will never be able to afford that and you know it. <laughs> That's correct. Glennon Daughter's Astrology. Looking for that tasty recipe to the rock bean soup? Maybe we'll tell you ladle. Hopefully not two spoon because we've got to get back to tonight's episode, Cowboy at the Daffodil Festival. Oh, wow. This one's so yellow. 
And that one's, wow, even more yellow. Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to bump into you. Ow. Oh. <laughs> Hi. You, you, you bumped right into me there, darling. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I bumped into you and your huge horse. Yeah, he's a, he's a big fella, ain't he? Wow. That's the biggest horse I've ever seen. Hey, uh, say hi to the nice lady, Roach. Say hi. Oh! Oh, there he goes. I scared him away. I'm sorry. <laughs> what, what, what did I do? I'm, I, that's all right. I'm, Roach usually runs off when he likes someone. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm used to people running away from me, much like my daddy did when I was a small small child. Oh, you got daddy issues, so do I. Yeah, that's what I've been told. What are your daddy issues? Oh, you know, he's, he's around all the time. He cares about me a lot. Mm. <laughs> he asks me how I'm doing every day. He won't let me go out. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. He's like one of those, you know, he's like, he hovers around you, you wow. know, I don't know what those are called. Oh, hey, hey there, boy, sorry. I saw Roach running away. I just wanted to make sure everything was okay. Daddy. You do, wow. You're doing all right. Your, 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 your clothes are a little bit scuffed up. Let me just uh, clean you off here and um, <laughs> fix your hair. And you're talking to this wow. nice young lady. And wow. I noticed you haven't introduced me, but that's okay. It's your prerogative. You've got to make your own choices anyway. I'm going to be over here behind this thing just watching. Wow, that was your dad? Yeah, I don't know if you could tell or not, but that was my dad. <laughs> wow, he's really handsome. Why, thank you. Uh, that's, the nice, that's just about the nicest thing anyone said about me and my dad. <laughs> I've been told I'm really good at giving compliments. I've been told that I look a lot like my dad by... <laughs> yeah, your dad was, he was, I don't know, very strapping, and I don't know, his boots were really cool, and I don't know, he had a, an interesting gait about him, the way he walked. There was sort of a, a little hitch in his giddy-up. Wow. <laughs> Those gosh darn boots gets everyone every time, wow. I'll tell you what. Here he comes again. Oh, hey there, guys. I saw this kind of a lull in the conversation. I thought maybe you could tell your, your young friend about that time you uh, you won in the sports thing. Anyway, I'm just kind of a secondary character, so don't focus too much on wow. me. Okay, bye. <laughs> well, you heard the man. I'm the main focus here. Oh. Wow, you're, you're, you're kind of pushy. You're kind of intense. Where did my where where did Roach go? Why did you like, name your horse Roach? Uh, you wouldn't get it. It's a it's a it's a reference to to a book I like to read sometimes. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> yeah, I, I read sometimes. You know, sometimes they got pictures in them. Mm. Sometimes they they got like hieroglyphics and mm. stuff. And other times, uh, I mm -hmm. use them to. Hey, bud, you're yeah, not talking about your books again, are you? Because oh! people, people really don't like to hear about that. So just kind of talk about um, the person you're talking to and just express interest in them and yeah. then they'll open up. Okay. Anyway, I'm just behind the daffodils. There's a lot of them, eh? <laughs> All right. Your daddy's right. You should be talking more about yourself and less about books. Well, uh, well first off, what's your name? <laughs> My name's Dottie. You, you strike me more as a Desiree. 
That's what they call me sometimes. Anyway, uh, Desiree, do you, uh, do you like stuff? Because uh, I like stuff, too. Meanwhile, <laughs> not to interrupt that compelling conversation, but meanwhile, elsewhere, at the Daffodil Festival. I can't believe you're showing your face here after all these years, after what you did. Oh, you miss this face, and you miss what I did. You do it all the time, too. I know you. I know you. I know you when you get in your mood, you go out to the garden, you rip up all the daffodils, and then you just shove your fingers in them, and then you put a bunch of cigars in them, and then you just cry and cry. And that's my choice. If I need to cry, and if I need to make sure that there's tobacco in the ground, I will make sure it's there. Yeah, you filthy woman, and then you take a jar of mayonnaise, and then you rub it all over your face, and then you pray to God, and then you look up in the sky, and the sky's empty, and then you look down at the ground, and nothing's in the ground either, and then you just cry, and And you cry. Oh, and we're just going to talk about me. What about you? When you get upset, and you stub your toe, and then you go out into the garden, and you start talking to the caterpillars as if they're your child. Oh my God, Desiree, hello. Mom, who's this? Is this her? You don't get to talk to her. This is my new friend. Who's this? He's got a horse named Roach. I never got his name. What? My name's also Roach. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not that creative, really. Uh, do either of you lack stuff? Because you- I lack stuff. Blath. What the hell is this? <laughs> this looks like a man who's probably not as good looking as his father. Mom, what's going on? Who is this man? Desiree, I don't want to upset you. Is this your date? This isn't a date. <laughs> this is an excuse for a man. He's the devil's definition of a piece of garbage. Oh, you love to say that. That's not even fit for soup. It's just a countdown. Devils, devils, devils. Five, four, three, two, one. Your bra's ears off. Daddy? Are you my daddy? Desiree, this is your father. I could tell how angry the two of you were at each other. It only makes sense. Daddy, it's so nice to meet you finally after all these years. You, uh, you're not gonna fix your teeth or anything? Fly, come on. Look, Desiree, he's looked at you three times now. That's an improvement. I mean, I know I wasn't around, but come on, there's a dentist in the city. Look, I keep trying to tell her about the teeth. I keep telling her that men hate women unless they've got nice teeth, that they won't take them seriously. Well, they won't take them seriously ever, but especially not, especially not with horrible teeth. I thought my teeth were okay. Oh my God. Do you remember when you went to the dentist and then you came home? Oh, I remember. Yeah. Oh, I remember very well. Yeah. And I needed help, because I have every drop of soup. (laughs) Every drop of soup would spill out of my mouth, just down the left corner, onto my blouse, 
And then that blouse had too much soup, so it had to go. <laughs> and so soup kept spilling onto my bosom and into my nipple holes <laughs> until it calcified and created soup popsicles, which were delightful when the numbing started to wear off. Mm. You were such a divine husband then. Oh, I sure was. I fed you soup all night long. I was by your side. Yes. Sopping soup up your blouse. Yes. Sucking popsicles Sucking out up. of my nipple holes. Boy, howdy. <laughs> nipple holes. A countdown to bosoms. All framed in an argument. Now I'd call that a tit for tat. We'll be right back after this message. June! Yes, sir. Did you hear the good news? Oh, um, I, uh, decided to wake up and get at it again today. <laughs> you heard the good news of a decision you made? No, that's not what I mean at all. Uh, just yesterday, British Parliament voted to give women teachers same pay as men. That's true. What? Why would they do that? A woman's brain is just smaller. And I understand that they want them to feel nice about themselves, but the pay, I mean, it's the, the men are the ones who will be responsible with the money yes, that they yes, give. Yes, I know, I know. I have no clue. I've no, but isn't that great? Now you can move and continue your dream of becoming a teacher. I, I, I told you that in confidence. I know, you were very confident when you told it to me. And now I'm saying you have your dreams ahead of you just across the pond. I, well, frank, frankly, I'm embarrassed because I'd have to learn to read first. Jesus Christ, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, June. It's fine. I'm really happy for those women in England. And happy for our boys overseas. What? Bully! <laughs> hey, June, why don't you come back to my study? I'll teach you just, just some words. Okay. The rain in Spain. The rain in Spain! Why are you... <laughs> the rain! The rain! It falls mainly in the pain. It's time to conclude this story about the ugly, boring offspring. Will the handsome cowboy father get to see his sunrise? Let's find out. I know it's bad. In this, the final act of Cowboy at the Daffodil Festival. I have a confession to make. Yes, yes. All these years. Uh-huh. I've kept in my back pocket. Yes? Your very special soup bib. <gasps> my soup bib? Yeah. My soup bib? Yeah. I've heard so much about this soup bib. Oh, Desiree, this was the most glorious soup bib. It would catch all the little dribbles, even the little, that part of the soup that becomes like a skin on top. 
It had a little pocket for that little skin. The skin is my favorite part. It's the best part, Desiree. Where's the spin? Well, I think that maybe since I've been gone all these years, maybe it would be just a nice gesture for me to pass it along. You know, let someone else enjoy the bib. My bib? Yeah. You're gonna pass on my bib? After all these 18 years that I've been taking care of your daughter without a bib to catch my soup. Do you know how much soup I eat and how much soup that I have been feeding your daughter? Making sure that she does not go one day without soup. I have taught her to hold a terrain. You and your terrain. You know how I feel about my terrain. Um, terrain this, terrain that. Who's yes. who's been calling you late at night? Terrain? I don't think so. Well, it sure does look good in bed. Better than you. Wait, you go to bed with the terrain? Yes. <laughs> yes, I do. You know what, Desiree? Take the stupid bit. I don't want it. Huh. Take it. You Put it bastard. On. Put it on. Okay. See? You bastard, that's my bib. I'm yeah. going to come get it. All right. I'm going to get it. Yeah. yeah stop fighting over the bib. I'm going to get stop that bib. You're choking me. Don't Don't choke me, daddy. Oh, God. Oh, God. Here, I got it. I you got like the bib. Good, because it's mine. Me and my bib got plans. Here you go, Roach. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Roach, I knew you'd come back to me and save me from whatever the hell it is I just watched. (laughs) See, I I only eat solid food, so all this talk about soup kind of... Yeah, I took the word right out of my food. mouth. I only eat solid food. Ugh. I'm sorry. Oh my God, Desiree! You know what they say about a man who only eats solid food? Yeah, that his teeth are too sharp. <laughs> exactly. Your father had particularly sharp teeth too. Ugh, gross. Garbage. Oh, I know you miss these teeth every day. Maybe I do some days. Maybe some days late at night I think about those teeth and how they would gently nibble at the top of the popsicle and make sure just a little bit came out so that it was easier to get the whole thing in one piece. Maybe I do miss those teeth, but I don't miss the man that they were attached to. That man who didn't care about a terrain. <laughs> well, hey there, everybody. It's, uh, it's me, the father from before, and surprise, I'm also the sheriff, and you're all stepping on the daffodils in your row, so I'm going to have to arrest you. <laughs> Follow me to jail, please. Uh, oh, hello, Mr. Jenkins. Oh, well, hi there. Hello, sir. I'm going to need you to... Remove your feet from those daffodils and your eyes from my groin uh, area. Uh, I'll remove my feet. 
Don't know why he said it like that, but. Here we go. Here's one toe. It shouldn't take so much torso activity to just pick your feet up and off and you're kind of jiggle waggling around and I'm not sure how that's part of it. Have you ever had rock soup? Rock soup? With beans. What a conundrum, because soup is not a hard food, but rock is the hardest food. <laughs> Desiree, I'll be back. Wait, where are you going? Oh, everyone leaves me. I actually, I, I don't drink water, I just chew on ice cubes. I don't like you. And, and so, on that note, ends another mildly erotic story in the land of hot's desire. But Desiree lives another day to write in her journal once again. Dear Diary, I'm going to have to make this quick. Uh, my mom got out of here about three days ago. Uh, don't really know if she remembers I'm in here, too. Uh, yeah, I don't know if really anybody knows I'm in here. I'm writing this uh, on a piece of toilet paper uh, with a little bit of blood that I pricked from my finger. Uh, yeah, I'm in jail. Uh, yeah, the Daffodil Festival is no joke. Uh, I thought it was just, you know, a 12 by 12 foot plot of land filled with yellow daffodils, but I learned a valuable lesson. Uh, you never trust a man in cowboy boots and uh, never let your father put a bib on you because he will definitely choke you out. <laughs> yeah. Uh... so lonely no one's around please daddy choke me <laughs> and we are off the air we have also lost our broadcasting license due to that last song. Uh, we have a five-minute intermission. Audience, you might all about the Hey there, folks. This is Tag Taylor. If you like what you're hearing, you might want to check us out in real life. Coalition Radio Hour is made possible by and recorded at the Coalition Theater in Richmond, Virginia. Come check out live shows Wednesday through Saturday every week. Take classes in improv, stand-up, sketch writing, and more. Or just hang out with a really warm and accepting community of fun people. The Coalition Theater is a nonprofit organization that relies on the support and generosity of our community. If you'd consider pitching in, it would be endlessly appreciated. You can learn more at rvacomedy.com slash donate. Keep up to date on our shows at rvacomedy.com slash shows. You can also check us out at rvacomedy on Instagram or look up the Coalition Theater on Facebook. Thanks for listening. Five, four, three. Two, one. Welcome back. 
to the Coalition Radio Hour. Up next, shake the greasy palm of New York City and find yourself in the thick of trouble with Detective Rocky Scotch in Scotch on the Rocks. Taylor as Rocky Scotch and Arcade Clink as his assistant Brandy Neat. Good, good deal. Okay, uh, the Rock Scotch on the Rocks is uh, recorded before a live studio audience. Tonight's episode: The Witches of Winston Salem. <laughs> Sometimes when I look out over these city lights, it feels like this city's been cursed. Seems like you try to do an honest man's job and life just keeps bringing you down. It's got its wet hand on your ankles and it's just dragging you into the swamp. But maybe someone can break that curse if they just shoot the right person. Hey, Brandy, uh... Ah! <sighs> sorry to startle you. Oh, uh, I am so sorry, Detective Scotch. You seem a little jumpy tonight. Oh, I had a terrible nightmare last night. Just now? Night. Oh. And I was just thinking about it, and then you interrupted my thoughts, so thank you. Okay, well, you're on the clock, so... Do you want to talk about your nightmare? I thought I was on the clock, Detective Scotch. You are, but, you know, we're not doing anything. Oh. Uh. <laughs> Oh, I, I couldn't possibly talk. Oh, my God. It was what the happened? scariest thing. Oh. The scariest thing. I'm There I am laying in bed. That sounds scary. Open, I'm scared already. And I open my eyes and I look directly forward at the foot of my bed where my doorway is located. I usually close the door and lock it. And lock it again because there are two locks. And then I put a bookcase in front of it. But this time, there was no bookcase. There was no lock. There was no second lock. The door was open. And in the doorway stood a thing. I couldn't move. I couldn't breathe. I couldn't blink or close my eyes as it approached. And then I woke up. 
I understood. And then I went back to sleep. And then I woke up again. What I'm saying is the mystery. The mystery. Who was that? So it was a person? I don't think so. Humanoid? Probably. Maybe it's the thing. <laughs> oh, gee. Ah! Ah! I'm you... just kidding. I'm just kidding. You have to get the door, though. <laughs> You're just joking around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't know oh. if it was the thing. It could be the thing. Here I go. I'm just walking over to the door. No spooky scare. Oh, hello, and welcome to the office of Doctor of Detective Rocky Scott. <laughs> oh, do, do, I, do I have the wrong address? Is this a doctor's office? I'm sorry. I have a lot of, uh, a lot of things on my mind right now. I was hoping that this was the office of Detective Rocky Scotch. Should I, should I come back? This is the office of Detective Rocky Scotch. Oh, oh good. Well, uh, I, could I speak to him? I have, I have some issues that I would really like y'all to take a look at. Oh, right away. Can I get your first and last name, please? Yes. As we walk back. I'm sorry. I'm very heavy-footed. <laughs> My mother's mother, my mother's mother's mother. My father's just heavy-footed. We mm. could never be caught for anything. We're just oh. a heavy, heavy-footed. Not even, not even tiptoeing. No, just no tiptoeing. It's stomping. Bi- biologically impossible. For louder, than, louder than a marching family. band. Louder than a marching band. Yes, I tried to steal the cookies as a child, and I always got caught. Oh, oh, me too. Some days I would go into the fridge and try to eat the cookies, but they wouldn't be there because why do you refrigerate cookies? <laughs> What is, your, what is your first and last name? Uh, my name is Jacina. Uh, <laughs> Let me just type that, just type that into the typewriter here. It's J-E. Oh, I, I, already, I already started I-N-A. typing. Yes. I already started typing. Oh, I just, oh, it's just a bunch of squiggly lines. I can read it, trust me. Oh, okay. All right, and is that your first or last name? Last name. <laughs> And first, my name is Jacina Jacina. Spelled the exact same? No. <laughs> one has a J, one has a G. I'm just going to put a bunch more squiggly lines. Don't worry, I'll remember whatever your name is. Jacina Jacina, whatever. Uh, Detective Scotch, did you, did you hear that entire exchange? Uh, I did, yes, thankfully. We don't have to go over it again. Oh, thank, uh, thank, thank goodness. Detective, I, I, I can't quite put my finger on it, but I, I think bet you could put your fat feet on it. God. <laughs> Sir! Are you sure you came to the right office? I know sometimes people think that I'm the doctor next door, but I can't fix those feet. <laughs> Sir, I am already being treated for my fluid retention in my limbs, so I would beg you to mind your own business when it comes to the fluid in my limbs. I will. I got athlete's foot. And I didn't even do any athletic stuff. It I just showed didn't up. Not ask you. <laughs> I just, I just felt like interjecting there. Well, what seems to be your problem? Well, you know, it, it sounds crazy and all, you know, uh, but I think that my house might be haunted, and you know, the f- just the funniest things keep happening in the house, and I just. I keep thinking, is it me or is there someone in my house? Because, you know, the other night I was sitting, I was sitting downstairs in the study, as I always do, because you know, a fat-footed woman like me loves to sit. And 
and I was catching up on the daily news, you know, because I'm just very busy in the morning, and I don't have time to read the newspaper. So I was just flipping through, and right as I got to about the middle, I heard this strange noise, and it sounded like it was coming in the room above me. But the thing is, I live by myself. My husband died four years ago, and, you know, this strange smell started to come about. You know, it's kind of like pecans. But like if someone had maybe eaten pecans and then passed a uh, past and then passed gas and then passed gas. That's what it smells like. It did. I, I've smelled that exact same and smell before. Brandy, why are you sweating so much? I'm just afraid. Your face is pale and your hands are jittering. And, and that's not even the weirdest part. So, you know, I was very scared because you know I was starting to, you know, get concerned about this, this noise, and, you know, it was a storm outside, and so it was quite, quite scary, and so I went to go get my Bible to go, to go pray for help, and sure enough, my family's Bible was gone, and you know what? The worst thing about that is I kept all the steps on how to get rid of the fluids in my legs <laughs> inside of the Bible. And so now I just got these fat feet and fat legs just roaming around without God. And <laughs> I just, I need to know what's going on. Well, I guess we better get down to that house. Okay. Let's A go. missing Bible. Can Detective Rocky Scott solve that exodus? We'll find out. I okay after this commercial break. Elsa, oh, we've got some local news. It's so wonderful. Oh, what is that, June? Oh, we have a wonderful message from a local couple, Seamus and Laurie. They've been married forty years. Oh, forty years. My parents were married for only one week. Sad. I was I was married for two years until the accident. Oh, was the accident the decision to get married? No, that would have happened at the beginning. No, no, my husband. My husband skipped school, Nick. He died in a, an, a bank robbery in, in the 30s. It was the Depression, and people were very desperate. He skipped school and then died in a bank robbery? Uh, making fun of my Polish name is not amusing uh, to me. School, Nick, yes. yes. Uh, well, what, does does uh, Seamus have any message for Lord? Oh, that's right, this wonderful couple. Uh, he wanted to tell her, Honey, uh, once we get through the war, I'll buy you all of the... Uh, uh, Trophies. June, it sounds like you're making this up. I, lo I lost it. They, they sent it to us, and they, they sent us a letter, and I lost it. My, my cat urinated on it, and I had, to use, I had to use the rest of the money I had for the month as June, litter. too much and information, I June. Too much. What would you say, then, if, if, if you had to write a special 40 anniversary me? Yes. Oh, if I had been blessed enough to be married 40 years. Tell, talk to me as if I was Skip. I don't want your. To. Um, I would say, I would say, uh, uh, my my dearest beloved, uh, these years have been 
truer than than what I thought the meaning of true meant and uh, a deeper a love than I ever thought the word love could deepen and um, I, I hope you n- never meet anyone British. Very nice, Via. The reading lessons are paying off. Delightful. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Maybe, maybe you'll find love. To Detective Rocky Scotch, this case is a foot. An unusually big fat foot. Can't wait to see those witches in Witches of Winston-Salem. Throw me that clay, dear. Of course. Whoop, here it comes. Oh, got it. (laughs) What a lovely catch. What a beautiful slab. 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 It has a B in it. B. Oh, we're so eccentric. Blah, 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 blah. Artisans. Art. Fart. Cart. Dart. Shart. What is the meaning of art? If not... To be art. I look at my toes and at times I go on to art. Ah. Is not everything art? I look at the blue squiggles. Uh Uh-huh. And I go, yes. (laughs) Yes. I wake up and I say, I'm in a play! <laughs> Why, who's directing but me? <laughs> who's the producer? Also me! And I've cast myself as the lead. How delightful! Oh, you get all of the stars from me! Ladies, I'm so sorry. I'm no. late to, to, <clears throat> to bingo. I, I brought, I brought some cupcakes. I hope y'all like it. <laughs> it's you again. With little cakes. Wait, turn them 45 degrees to the right. Uh, okay. Uh, there it is. There oh. it is. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Right there. Whoa. The existential meaning of what is it. Twelve tiny cakes, each topped with a mountain frosting. Art. Each one, every second changing with the heat as the frosting melts down the sides of each tiny cake. I'm really glad that y'all moved into the neighborhood. And um, it's just that... uh, you know, I I don't really have any friends here. Everyone, all my friends have mm-hmm. moved off the street. And I, I just, I feel like, you know, I feel like we could be really good friends. You just, I, oh. Oh. Sorry. Wow. Oh, my God. Wow, that was loud. That was, the timbre was so full. It was Almost as if it was the bass drum to a song I haven't written yet, 
but I will tomorrow. A bongo sonata. Oh, wow, inspired. I'm, I'm really sorry about that. It's just I got really heavy feet and, you know, to be quite honest, it's the reason that all the neighbors moved away is because none of them could sleep at night because they could hear me in my own house just clomping about, clomping about with my fat feet. Sweet child, they are not fat. They yeah. are perfect as they are. Each step, music. The fleshy pads. Slap, slap, slapping the asphalt. Well, slap, slap, slapity, slap, bop, 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 slap, bidi, bop, 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 Oh, well, um, I'm sorry. I think I forgot to turn my oven off. I got to run home, but y'all ladies have a good good time here, okay? I'll, next week I'll be at bingo, okay? Mm-hmm. All right, bye. Bye. Goodbye. Uh, excuse us. Oh. <clears throat> We're just investigating some recent disturbances in the area and didn't uh, know if you could answer some questions. First, can you answer us? That's right. <laughs> 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 Uh, sure. Um, we can trade questions if you want. Has anyone ever told you... You're going to go first? Sure. That you have the most beautiful hair. If one took about ten pieces of it, you could make a bow for a violin. That's the question? Has anyone ever... <laughs> yes. Bef- before now, no, no one had told me that. Wow. Wow. Do wow. I get to go now? Well, well, I have a question. Yes. If um, I took those ten pieces of hair and made them into a tiny bow for a tiny violin, would you be able to play it? Can you play the tiny violin? A musician? Perhaps. Uh, technically, I could drag the bow across the violin, and that would constitute playing, but I don't possess any musical aptitude. An unskilled player is my favorite. (laughs) They say that it takes a truly unskilled player to play like the gods. Brandy, do you want to get a hand on this ball? I'm not really sure how to navigate uh, this. Well, well, first of all, sidebar, detective. Uh, I think there's something suspicious about these two ladies, don't you? I think there's quite a few things suspicious about these two ladies. I mean, who enjoys a player who plays poorly? Why would I ever listen to violin music and want to cringe the entire time? That just doesn't make sense to me. And also, why do they need pieces of your hair to do it? They seem really fixated on my hair, you're right. They keep on talking about it. They keep on talking about your hair. Oh God, you're so close you, to us. Why, why are you guys? Please, please give us some room. Give, um, give us some space, Hello. please. Oh, you want room? You want some space between us? You need some distance? Yes, yes, that's what we're asking for. Uh, maybe a stone's throw, perhaps. <laughs> a yardstick's worth, or a meter, or several. An entire foot 
Bolt Field. Oh, that's too far, I think. Yeah, um, so we were just wondering if you'd uh, heard any unusual disturbances in the neighborhood. Oh, no. Nothing. Oh, nothing at all. Okay, this great. investigation has gone nowhere. Are these two weirdos really in need of a bow for a violin, or are they just stringing them along? Okay, you don't have to boo. Find out after this commercial. June, come here. I need you to hear this. Okay. Now, I know you don't know me that well. Oh, no. I just entered your life. Sure. And I've got a lot of lost time to make up for. Uh-huh. I'm not good conversation. I'm not good company. Uh-huh. And you know, I didn't... I wasn't there for you the way I should have been. Oh, that's fine. But I promise that with every fiber in my being, I'm going to do my best to be there for you. And uh, I, you know, I've got a, I've got a boring job working software development. Um, and, but, but I swear, when I'm not there, I'm going to be there for you. Oh, wow. And I will work till, till, the, till my nails are, are whittled down to nubs, till my fingers are bloody, till I've got holes in my poor clothing. I will do everything to make you proud of me because I'm proud of you. Wow, uh, uh, Sir Ian, that's very, that's really not... And that is a monologue from my next production. Proud of you like you were my daughter. Please, come see it. It's uh, debuting in New York City. Thank you very much. Uh, thank you, thank you all. And now it's time for all the loose ends of this plot to be resolved in this, the logical and coherent conclusion to the Witches of Winston-Salem. Well, I, I hope this uh, bedding is comfortable for y'all. I, I really do thank y'all for spending the night at my house to maybe figure out what... I'd really rather you called it a stakeout uh, than, a, than spending the night. It keeps well, it feel more professional. Well, I, I did make some popcorn for you all. And, oh, you know, that's so nice. We a, <laughs> and we had a pillow fight. What kind of stakeout is that? We had stop? martial arts training that I was giving to you two ladies in case something happens. <laughs> well, that move you did on him where you, you had the pillow over his head and you just punched it over and over again. Oh, wow. It's kind of an illegal move, but... Uh. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think that uh, y'all should be fine. Um, I would just keep, it, keep an ear out because whatever these noises are, they seem to be happening around the witching hour of around uh, 3 a.m. or so. And... Uh, so I think that's when it's, when it's normally happening, so. Well, all right, I don't know if I can stay up that late. I am very sleepy. <laughs> oh. oh, well, I, I made a fresh cup of co uh, pot of coffee, if, you, if you'd like some of that. And just let me go get it. I got to run over to the kitchen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wow, you can tell oh. wherever she is in, in this place, you know? <laughs> oh. She walked into the bathroom. It's going to be hard to distinguish spooky noises from her clomping around. It's uh, all going to sound awful. It's like, like, so Are at you gonna three o'clock, three o'clock's when witching hour happens. Detective Scotch, I have a confession. That's, wh that's when I wake up from my nightmares. Oh, you have them all, all the time? Three o'clock on the dot. A.M. and P.M. <laughs> 
why do you think I take my hour lunch break at 2.30? So I can get that, that midday nap and nightmare. You <laughs> gotta, though, you gotta get that in. It, it, it's so scary because the, the, the thing in the, the thing in the doorway, I don't think it was, I don't think it was a person. But every time, every time it would walk up to me, I would wake up and it would be 3 a.m. or 3 p.m. Sometimes I'd be laying in bed in cold sweats. Sometimes, sometimes my face would be inside of a plate of nachos because that's when I have my lunch too. I just, I just sit in my 1893 Dommler Benz and, and just eat and sleep and cry. Brandy, wake up! Ah, wake up, Brandy! Ah, ah, oh. It's 3 a.m. You've been screaming for hours. Oh my gosh! Oh, oh. All right. What did you see? I saw, I saw, uh, I, <laughs> I saw a, 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 a plate of food in my lap, and I, I woke up and... Brandy, ah! wake up! Oh, 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 everything's so confusing. It's only 11 p.m., but you got to stay up because we're on the stakeout. It's only 11 oh. Brandy, do you hear anything? <laughs> that I... threw them off. Oh, wonderful job. They had no idea we broke it. They've no idea. She's just... Oh. Just clomping around, clomping around two different locations at the same time. They thought that was just things crashing about. They couldn't have heard our scatting. Perhaps they said, it's a cat. A scat. <laughs> delicious, <laughs> delicious humor. Uh, no. Unlike those god-awful cupcakes. I thought I heard something, but then I heard more other noises, and they canceled out the, my interest in the first noise. Yeah. All I know is we have to get her out of this neighborhood with her damned cakes. Before you know it, everyone's going to say, I know exactly what to bring to this occasion. Different tiny little cakes. All over-frosted and oversized. With a decorative thing on top, like a, I don't know, something large. A clover. Or a little bed. I just woke up. I just woke up again. Brandy, wake up. Wake up, Brandy. Oh, I just had the most terrible dream. You're very bad at stakeouts. I know, I know what it was in my dreams, in my nightmares. Go on. It was a giant cake. Just the biggest cake you can imagine. My past come to haunt me. Can you elaborate on that? <laughs> I used to eat a lot of cakes. That's it. Wow. Did, did y'all find anything yet? Uh, no, just Brandy's going on about her cake dream. <laughs> we're hearing noises, but we're not interested in that. <laughs>
Okay, I definitely hear some scatting now. And some music. Coming from upstairs? I forgot to mention this, but the other day was the strangest thing. I went out to get the newspaper, and there in my front yard was a mixing bowl, a bunch of butter, a bunch of cocoa, flour, sugar, and then my whole front yard was on fire in a pentagram. And thus the case was solved. <laughs> Here it all come together in these final thoughts from Detective Rocky Scotch. Right, so then we were like, oh, so there's like a witchy thing going on. And then uh, we went upstairs, and there were these two people, and they were like doing spells or whatever to try and scare Jacinta out. And it all wrapped up, and it was fine. We murdered them, they're dead. We buried them under the pentagram, and then we had cakes. Great. Yeah, see you next time. <laughs> This world is cruel, money talks, there's only one cure, scooby-dee-boop-bop-bop-bop-bop-scatch-on-the-rocks. And we are... Yeah, that is the conclusion of our program. Thanks for coming out to the Coalition Theater. Have a lovely rest of your night. Hello, darlings. Norma again. Coalition Radio Hour is created by Zane Adix and Adam Stackhouse. This episode was produced by Zane Adix and recorded at the Coalition Theater with the help of Adam Stackhouse and the AV Adventure. If you're in need of video production or help with elaborate interactive events, you can check them out at theavadventure.com. This episode's cast included Dustin Coryell as Dag Taylor, Catherine Schmidt as Marion Thornhill, Daniel Falarka as Arcade Glink, Summer McCarley as Dottie Guffey, Kirsten Hoffman as Norma, David Pajor as your host, Sir Ian Kilbreth, Ebby Shover as songstress June Schoolnick, Zane Adix as the showrunner Dale McMickle, and Adam Stackhouse as bumper pun master Alexa, and Higo Zhu improvising on the piano. All drama theme songs are composed by Dave Robbins. Check us out at coalitionradiohour.com or look up Coalition Radio Hour on Facebook for updates on our next live shows. Thanks for listening, darlings. <laughs>